Welcome to A Lamp and a Light. My name is Melissa, and I'm so glad to have you here today to read the one-year Bible in the King James Version. Let's just get on into it today because God has great things for us. He has words of correction. He has words of instruction. He has words of encouragement for us and just great gifts. And there's just always something, something that He will speak to us about if we open our hearts and open our ears. So, Lord, we just come before you and we ask you to anoint our ears, Lord. We ask you to bless the reading of your word, and we will give you the glory, honor, and praise for everything you do through it. In Jesus' name, amen. Jeremiah 26, 1 through 27, 22. In the beginning of the reign of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, came this word from the Lord, saying, Thus saith the Lord, Stand in the court of the Lord's house, and speak unto all the cities of Judah which come to worship in the Lord's house. All the words that I command thee to speak unto them, diminish not a word. If so be they will hearken, and turn every man from his evil way, that I may repent me of the evil which I propose, which I purpose to do unto them because of the evil of their doings. And thou shalt say unto them, Thus saith the Lord, If ye will not hearken to me to walk in my law, which I have set before you, to hearken to the words of my servants, the prophets, whom I sent unto you, both rising up early and sending them, but ye have not hearkened, then will I make this house like Shiloh, and will make this house a curse to all the nations of the earth. So the priests and the prophets and all the people heard Jeremiah speaking these words in the house of the Lord. Now it came to pass when Jeremiah had made an end of speaking all that the Lord had commanded him to speak unto all the people, that the priests and the prophets and all the people took him, saying, Thou shalt surely die. Why hast thou prophesied in the name of the Lord, saying, This house shall be like Shiloh, and this city shall be desolate without an inhabitant? And all the people were gathered against Jeremiah in the house of the Lord. When the princes of Judah heard these things, Then they came up from the king's house unto the house of the Lord and sat down in the entry of the new gate of the Lord's house. Then spake the prince, the priest, and the prophets unto the princes to all the people, saying, This man is worthy to die, for he hath prophesied against this city, as ye have heard with your ears. Then spake Jeremiah unto all the princes and to all the people, saying, The Lord sent me to prophesy against this house and against this city all the words that ye have heard. Therefore now amend your ways and your doings, and obey the voice of the Lord your God. And the Lord will repent him of the evil that he hath pronounced against you. As for me, behold, I am in your hand. Do with me as seemeth good and meet unto you. But know ye for certain that if ye put me to death, ye shall surely bring innocent blood upon yourselves and upon this city and upon the inhabitants thereof. For of the truth the Lord hath sent me unto you to speak all these words in your ears. Then said the princes and all the people unto the priest and to the prophets, This man is not worthy to die, for he hath spoken to us in the name of the Lord our God. Then rose up certain of the elders of the land and spake to all the assembly of the people, saying, Micah the Morishite prophesied in the house of Hezekiah king of Judah and spake to all the people of Judah, saying, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, Zion shall be plowed like a field, and Jerusalem shall become heaps, and the mountain of the house of the high place of a forest. Did Hezekiah king of Judah and all Judah put him at all to death? Did he not fear the Lord and besought the Lord? And the Lord repented him of the evil which he had pronounced against them. Thus might we procure great evil against our souls. And there was also a man that prophesied in the name of the Lord, Urijah, the son of Shemaiah, of Jerkath-Jerim, who prophesied against this city and against this land. 
according to all the words of Jeremiah. And when Jehoiakim, the king, with all of his mighty men and all the princes, heard his words, the king sought to put him to death. But when Urijah heard it, he was afraid and fled and went into Egypt. And Jehoiakim, the king, sent men into Egypt, namely Elnathan, the son of Echabor, and a certain man with him into Egypt. And they fetched forth Urijah out of Egypt and brought him into Jehoiakim, the king, who slew him with a sword and cast his dead body into the graves of the common people. Nevertheless, the hand of Ahakim, the son of Shaphan, was with Jeremiah, that they should not give him into the hand of the people to put him to death. In the beginning of the reign of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, the king of Judah, came this word unto Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Thus saith the Lord to me, Make thee bond and yokes, and put them upon thy neck, and send them to the king of Edom, and to the king of Moab, and to the king of Ammonites, and to the king of Tyrus, and to the king of Zidon, by the hand of the messengers, which come to Jerusalem, unto Zedekiah, king of Judah, and command them to say unto their masters, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Thus shall ye say unto your masters, I have made the earth, the man and the beast that are upon the ground, by my great power and by my outstretched arm, and have given it unto whom it seemed meet unto me. And now have I given all these lands into the hand of Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, my servant, and the beast of the field have I given him also to serve him. And all the nations shall serve him and his son and his son's sons until the very time of the land come. And then many nations and great kings shall serve themselves of him. And it came to pass that the nations and kingdom which will not serve the same Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, and that will not put their neck under the yoke of the king of Babylon, that nation will I punish, saith the Lord, with the sword and with the famine and with the pestilence until I have consumed them by his hand. Therefore hearken not ye to your prophets, nor to your diviners, nor to your dreamers, nor to your enchanters, nor to your sorcerers, which speak unto you, saying, Ye shall not serve the king of Babylon, for they prophesy a lie unto you, and to remove you far from your land, and that I should drive you out, and you should perish. But the nations that bring your, their neck under the yoke of the king of Babylon and serve him, those will I remain still in their own land, saith the Lord, and they shall till it and dwell therein. I spake also to Zedekiah king of Judah according to all these words, saying, Bring your necks under the yoke of the king of Babylon and serve him and his people and live. Why will ye die, thou and thy people, by the sword, by the famine, and by the pestilence, as the Lord hath spoken against the nation that will not serve the king of Babylon. Therefore hearken not unto the words of the prophets that speak unto you, saying, Ye shall not serve the king of Babylon, for ye prophesy a lie unto you. For I have not sent them, saith the Lord, yet they prophesy a lie in my name, that I might drive you out, and that ye might perish, ye and the prophets that prophesy unto you. Also I spake to the priest and to all his people, saying, Thus saith the Lord, hearken not to the words of your prophet that prophesy unto you, saying, Behold, the vessel of the Lord's house shall now shortly be brought again from Babylon, for they prophesy a lie unto you. Hearken not unto them, serve the king of Babylon, and live. Wherefore should this city be laid waste? But if they be prophets, and if the word of the Lord be with them, let them now make intercession to the Lord of hosts, that the vessels which are left in the house of the Lord and in the house of the king of Judah and at Jerusalem go not to Babylon. For thus saith the Lord of hosts concerning the pillars, and concerning the sea, and concerning the bases, and concerning the residue of the vessels that remain in this city. 
which Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, took not, when he carried away captive Jehoiakim, the son of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, from Jerusalem to Babylon, and all the nobles of Judah and Jerusalem. Yea, thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, concerning the vessels that remain in the house of the Lord, and in the house of the king of Judah and of Jerusalem, they shall be carried to the Babylon, and there shall there they shall be until the day that I visit them, saith the Lord. Then will I bring them up and restore them to this place. Second Thessalonians three one through eighteen. Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified, even as it is with you, and that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men. For all men have not faith, but the Lord is faithful who shall establish you and keep you from evil. And we have confidence in the Lord touching you, that ye do both and will do the things which we command you. And the Lord direct your hearts into the love of God and into the patient waiting for Christ. Now we command you, brethren, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye withdraw yourselves from every other, from every brother that walketh disorderly and not after the tradition which ye rece- he received of us. For yourselves know how ye ought to follow us, but we behave not ourselves disorderly among you. Neither did we eat any man's bread for naught, but wrought with labor and travail night and day, that we might not be chargeable to any of you, not because we have not power, but to make ourselves an ensemble unto you to follow us. For even when we were with you, this we commanded you, that if any would not work, neither should he eat. For we hear that there are some which walk among you disorderly, working not at all, but are busybodies. Now them that are such we command and exhort by our Lord Jesus Christ, that with quietness they work and eat their own bread. But ye, brethren, be not weary in well-doing. For if any man obey not our word by this epistle, note that man, and have no company with him, that he may be ashamed. Yet count him not as an enemy, but admonish him as a brother." Now the Lord be of peace himself, give you peace always, by all means, the Lord be with you all. The salutation of Paul with mine own hand, which is the token in every epistle, so I write. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Psalm 85, 1-13 Lord, thou hast been favorable unto thy land. Thou hast brought back the captivity of Jacob. Thou hast forgiven the iniquity of thy people. Thou hast covered all their sins, Selah. Thou hast taken away all thy wrath. Thou hast turned thyself from the fierceness of thine anger. Turn us, O God, of our salvation, and cause thine anger toward us to cease. Wilt thou be angry with us forever? Wilt thou draw out thine anger to all generations? Wilt thou not revive us again, that thy people may rejoice in thee? Show us thy mercy, O Lord, and grant us by thy salvation. I will hear what God the Lord will speak. For he will speak peace unto his people and to his saints, but let them not turn again to folly. Surely his salvation is nigh them that fear him, that glory may dwell in our land. Mercy and truth are met together, righteousness and peace have kissed each other. Truth shall spring out of the earth, and righteousness shall look down from heaven. Yea, the Lord shall give that which is good, and our land shall yield her increase. Righteousness shall go before him, and shall set us in the way of his steps." Proverbs twenty five sixteen, Hast thou found honey, eat so much as is sufficient for thee, lest thou be filled therewith, and vomit it. Until we meet again, may the Lord bless you and keep you, 
May the Lord make his face shine upon you. May he be gracious unto you. May he turn his face toward you, and may he give you peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you.